Welcome to the Heart of Leaders podcast, where each week we'll be exploring the frontiers of leadership with those who lead from the heart and put their people first, knowing that ultimately all team accomplishments are driven by people. They know that when they take care of their people, their people will take care of customers, lower costs, and drive customer loyalty and company profitability. These leaders believe that for most companies, culture trumps strategy. And culture starts with how you treat your people and how they treat each other. I'm your host, Rick Barrera, head of faculty for the Heart of Leaders training program in Denver, Colorado, where we teach extraordinary leaders how to build and lead high-performance teams who can consistently deliver exceptional results. Welcome back to the Heart of Leaders podcast. I'm Rick Barrera, your host. Today, we're going to tackle the subject of metrics. Some companies live strictly by metrics. Some companies barely have any at all or have difficulty bringing consistency to their metrics. At the Center for Heart-Led Leadership, we believe deeply in measuring success and identifying shortfalls with the right metrics. So let's get started. Ken Blanchard says that feedback is the true breakfast of champions. Without feedback, how do you know whether you're winning or losing? How does the team know whether they're making progress toward their daring destination? Many managers believe that metrics are simply a way of micromanaging employees. Heart-led leaders know that everyone needs feedback to know if they're on track or off track to their goals. And just because someone is off track is not a reason for despair. It just means a mid-course adjustment is in order. Think of feedback as the gentle voice of your GPS telling you how to constantly reroute until you get to your final destination. So how do you know which metrics to measure and how many are enough or too many? That, of course, depends on the size and complexity of your organization and your daring destination. I like to use a rule of thumb that no individual or team should have more than three that they are directly responsible for. And there really should be just one metric that takes precedence over all others. I like to call this one master metric the metric that matters. Lexus measures hundreds of metrics, but the metric that matters for Lexus is repurchase behavior. If they score high on all of their metrics for a customer, but that customer chooses another car company for their next automobile, Lexus has failed. It was that metric that caused Lexus to dramatically expand their lineup of cars. Many customers said that they were very happy with their Lexus experience, but that they needed an SUV or wanted a sports car as their next car in the early years, and Lexus just didn't have those products. So they reinvented their lineup until they could deliver whatever type of car their loyal customers were looking for. For a social media company, the metric that matters might be the number of new users or the length of time each user spends on the site, or it could be revenue per user. For a call center, the metric that matters might be first call resolution, even though they might be measuring other metrics like call time, escalations, or case file completion. It's never fair to team members to say that all three metrics are equally important because in any given situation, on any given day, there may have to be trade-offs among goals. If the priorities are clear, team members always know which metric to drive and which can take a back seat temporarily. Whenever possible, it's best if metrics can be tracked in real time, meaning that your team is getting immediate feedback on their performance throughout the day. 
Many call centers use screens with bar charts, pie charts, or color-coded graphics to let the team know exactly how they are doing in real time. I believe one of the most important metrics that must be communicated regularly is progress toward the daring destination. No one minds working hard, delivering discretionary effort, and even making personal sacrifices to meet company goals if they believe that they are winning and making progress toward the goal. But working tirelessly for weeks or months with no feedback feels like being on a treadmill with no end in sight. In fact, Stanford professor Kathleen Eisenstadt says that the key to sustaining the long-term success of high-performance teams is to push hard for a time to reach a milestone, celebrate that success, rest, and then push again toward the next milestone. This is the way all human systems work best. Exercise and rest is the formula for making your body strong. Even soil needs to rest. That's why farmers rotate crops. The same formula works well for teams. The big push, a celebration of your success, and then a rest before pushing forward on something different. This is why setting milestone metrics is such a critically important skill for heart-led leaders. It's also why providing regular short-term feedback weekly or monthly is essential. I was recently on a coaching call with a senior leader who had just found out in their annual review that they were falling short in two key areas. They had been blissfully ignorant of the shortfall and in fact didn't even feel that the areas in question were all that important. But the gap was held outside of their awareness for nearly a year. Needless to say that as a committed member of the team, they felt terrible. The problem, though, was in the lack of immediate feedback on something that could have been shifted months earlier. That's why feedback is the true breakfast of champions. Imagine how much more progress toward the daring destination the team could be making if this same scenario is playing out across hundreds or thousands of team members in the company. T. Green, a Heart of Leaders faculty member and executive chairman of the multi-billion dollar medical software company, Greenway Health, meets with his direct reports four times per week in two-hour sessions to review their metrics, discuss where they're on track and off track, and to discuss plans and solutions for getting every off-track metric back on track. Do you think his team ever has to wonder where they stand? Cheryl Batchelder, CEO of Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen, meets with her direct reports all day every Monday to review metrics and plans to get them back on track. No wonder she has driven the Popeye's stock up 300-plus percent in just a few years. These heart-led leaders take their metrics very seriously, but they do not use them to whip their teams. They use them as feedback to identify broken systems and processes and as keys to learning about changing marketplace conditions that need to be addressed. Do those metrics sometimes point to consistently underperforming team members? Certainly, but their primary use is to provide facts for the team to discuss on which all can agree. The numbers don't lie. In fact, T is famous for saying, in God we trust, all others bring data, and preferably multiple forms of it. The only way to ensure that all team members are being treated fairly is to measure them against objective data and metrics over regular and consistent time frames. Is heart-led leadership soft? 
We don't believe that for a second. Heart-led leadership is fair, authentic, and transparent, and it puts people at the epicenter of the company design. But it is never soft on setting and achieving goals on schedule because the purpose of the organization is to move the team to the daring destination as fast as possible, and that means that everyone must pull their weight. The only way to measure contributions fairly and directly is with metrics. In fact, we would argue that not meeting your metric is a disservice to every team member. Everyone wants to be on a high-performing, winning team, and that means that we are consistently meeting and exceeding our metrics. You owe it to your team to ensure that they are clear on the metrics and that the team is consistently making headway toward the daring destination. That's why we say metrics matter. We've created application exercises for you so you can implement this core principle in your company. Head over to heartofleaderspodcast.com to download the exercises and access all of our other resources. We believe that Heart of Leaders is a movement started by boomers, accelerated by Gen Xers, and demanded by millennials. To learn more, find us online at heartofleaderspodcast.com, where we blog, post articles, and book reviews, and respond to your questions. We invite you to join the conversation.